This is the test zone, where secrets are shared, opinions are formed, and lives are changed. Here's your host, Tess Timms. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the test zone. Guys, I have something that you're going to just love. I have a person online. Her name is Jessica Cole. She's an extraordinary leader, entrepreneur. She she can tell you how to get out of debt, how to create a plan to make things work. And she's going to share you some of her story. So Jessica, you got the floor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, so I have um, a great story. So I graduated from from college about four years ago and I went to NYU and it's, you know, as you know, or maybe you don't know, it's a very expensive school. <laughs> so I came out with uh, quite a bit of debt, um, about 55000 which actually is not that bad considering that a lot of people come out of that school with six-figure debt. Mm-hmm. So I got away with murder pretty much. Okay. It felt like a lot to me because I never had, you know, that amount of debt before. And it was really overwhelming. And I, you know, I wasn't around anyone who uh, had tackled that size of debt before or who made, you know, a, a nice amount of money. So I thought to myself, well, I have to change something because I can't live like this. I was making, uh, you know, very, very low salary. So low salary coupled with this mountain of debt that I couldn't overcome, not the best recipe. So what I ended up doing was looking to other sources since, you know, there wasn't really information within the community. I was, I started following some other, some financial gurus, taking some online courses, reading as many books as I can about, you know, anything to do with finances, reading articles. Anything I could get my hands on, I was reading uh, and, and watching. And so some of the things I learned were that you have to really break it down. What I call it is SMS. So that, that stands for small manageable steps. And so when you break it down into smaller pieces, you'll see that you can actually attack the debt. So instead of looking at it as 55,000 of debt, I looked at it as, okay, what is the smallest piece of debt that I have? Which at that time was a $500 hospital bill. So when you look at it that way, you can say, oh, $500, I can, I can handle that. Right. And then what's the next piece of debt? Okay, I think it was a $1,700. I forget what it was, but it was $1,700. So I said, okay, that's manageable too. So when you break it down, keep breaking it down, you just... You, you order them. So I, what I did was I used the snowball method. So if you're unfamiliar, it's a method where you would uh, organize your debt from the smallest amount to the biggest amount. Mm-hmm. And so what you're going to do is you're going to pay the minimum amount on everything else except for one debt that you'll attack. And so you start with the smallest. So it's called snowball because once you attack that first piece of debt, which in my case was the 500, you'd then use whatever monthly payment you were using for that first debt and then tack it on to the next biggest piece of debt. So in that instance with the $500, let's say I was paying, you know, a hundred or $150 a month. 
So once I finished paying that off, going to the next one, let's say I was paying two fifty. So by the time I get to that next one, it's not just a two fifty payment; it's four hundred dollars that I'm now attacking that seventeen hundred with, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so by doing that, you are maximizing um, the amount of your monthly payment and bringing your debt way down way sooner. So that is what um, what I used. That's the method I used to pay off $40,000 in the past three years. Actually, over 40 now. All right. That's awesome. So you paid off over $40,000 in debt in three years. Audience, guys, can you hear this? Jessica is a just graduated from college less than four years ago. She came out with a $55,000 worth of debt from her student loan. And she said she was not having her life like this. She made a decision to do something about it. And she created something that worked for her and her system. She's a worth strategist and course instructor. So guys, she is telling you something that's going to benefit you for the rest of your life. So continue on with uh, your journey. Oh, definitely. And so I should actually say the beginning before I even started on the snowball method. Honestly, I had to fix my negative uh, relationship with money. Mm. So, you know, I've had it since I was a child, you know, in, in the black community, when you always hear your mother say, you, you know, do you have money for this? You have money for that? Mm-hmm. Like, I want McDonald's, you know, do you have McDonald's money? That type of thing. But it was, you know, for everything. Mm-hmm. So it started from there and, you know, went forward and I just always had a negative relationship. And I, you know, even going down to not negotiating for, you know, salaries that I deserved. And so that was really the first step was tackling that, just realizing that, you know, I am worth all, I'm worthy of all of my dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm worth more than this low salary. I can get paid more. I should be getting paid more. And you know what? I need to advocate for myself because no one else is going to. Absolutely. So I thought, well, how do I get, you know, how do I get this, this increase in income when I already accepted this low, low ball uh, salary? Mm-hmm. So then I said, okay, well, you know what? I'm a great employee. I'm amazing. I'm dope. This company, you know, couldn't do much without me. So I'm going to make a list of all of the ways in which I'm valuable to them. You're, you know, often actually, your boss won't understand all the ways in which, you know, you contribute to the value of the company. Mm-hmm. So you have to remind them, you have to nudge them and say, hey, this is all, these are all the things that I'm doing for you to make this company great. So you should pay me way more. You should pay me what I'm worth. And then also you have to, um, well, I use Glassdoor, but that's a really good tool to show you what other people are being paid in a similar position in your area. And you can use that as a tool to negotiate that new, that new salary, that, that raise. What was the tool that you said that that person could use? Oh, Glassdoor. It's a website. Okay. So you would just, um, enter your, the salary that you currently make and they'll let you know it's like a worth a word to like they'll say that you're being underpaid or 
possibly overpaid, but most people are being underpaid. And so that, that'll let you know where you should be at with, with regards to your position and, you know, how long you've been doing it. Um, so it's a really great tool to use. So Glassdoor, glassdoor.com. You can just. Glassdoor.com. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a great tool. And so I use that and I made the list. So we call it a brag bank. So it's like a bank of all the things that you can brag about that makes you so valuable to this company. Okay. So I presented it and it's going to sound crazy <laughs> because I asked for $20,000 uh, of a raise. Now when you hear that, you think, oh, you're nuts. Like there's no way that the supervisor would give you a $20,000 raise. There's no way. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I didn't get the 20K, but I got 9K. Okay, that's great. You got an increase. I did get it. So it was, a, it was substantial enough. But honestly, I was worth the 20K because like when I say that I was definitely lowballed and I allowed myself to be lowballed with that initial salary, I definitely deserved the 20K. So eventually I did leave that job after a year, but it was nice to have that first win of that 9K. Awesome. And that's part of the, and that's part of the strategy that I use with my course. So what I created was a method called the basic method. I call it the basic method because it's really the fundamentals of finance Mm -hmm. and each step is five steps. So each step is what I, did in order to get to the point where I am now. So B stands for believe. So if you don't believe that you can accomplish whatever goal you set out to do, then you won't. You have to believe that you can pay off the debt. You have to believe that you can save money. You have to believe that you are worth what you're asking for in the raise or salary negotiation. And so then we get to A, which stands for allocate. So you have to Budget. Budget is really, really, it's a really, really important step. So in order for me to start attacking my debt, I had to look at my budget. I had to see what, where I could save, uh, the things I could cut out that weren't necessary, weren't important. And that allowed me to look at how much was left over to allocate towards paying off debt and saving. So the S is for saving because Many uh, financial gurus will tell you to just pay off debt and that's it. And I don't believe in that because honestly, if you pay off, let's say I paid off to 55K and I had no savings, that's actually a recipe for disaster because what's going to happen is life. So life always happens. So if I had no debt, Mm -hmm. but then also no savings, Life happens to me, let's say, you know, um, there was an emergency, a financial emergency that costs $5,000. Guess what? I don't have $5,000. So now I'm back in debt using a credit card. Mm-hmm. So that's why savings is important. So I teach to do it at the same time. That's great. That's so a great tool. Tool. Right. Because you need, you need to have an emergency fund. So three to six months is what you want to have. But many Americans don't even have a thousand dollars in their savings account, you know, in case of emergency. Right. Absolutely. 
I like what you've done. Um, I want to ask you a question. What I noticed that you said that you had to change your mindset about your relationship with money. And I call that reprogramming your mindset. And that's kind of what you did. In yes. order for you to move forward, you had to reprogram your mindset. All the things that you were taught as a kid or you've heard as a kid, you hear that your entire life. So therefore you carry it on with your adult life. But you had to go and now reprogram what you've been taught. Even though your parents have done the best that they can do, now you're an adult and you're in control of your own life. You right. program your mindset so that you can attract the things that you want new in your life. And you started by creating this system, working on your mindset. So could you tell our audience what kind of things that you do to reprogram your mindset that would really make a difference for a lot of people? All right. No, first thing I want to say is it's so interesting that you would say reprogram because that that was the original name because I I was called I was going to call my course worth minded reprogram mm. but I decided against it but you know what you're going to make me <laughs> bring that name back because <laughs> yeah, that, that's know, good it really, is, it really is true because that that first step you you know you do have to reprogram yourself because if you don't then you won't you won't achieve any of these goals so one of the things I did was um affirmations Mm-hmm. Daily affirmations because you have to get used to the idea of something positive and also surrounding yourself with people who are like minded. Absolutely. That's another way because if you surround yourself with people who are toxic or negative or don't, you know, believe in the things that you believe in, don't believe that you can achieve these, these goals, then they're just going to drag you down and bring you right back down to that negative mindset. Mm -hmm. You want to have these affirmations every day. I mean, every day, literally until you start believing it. Because at first you won't believe it. You just, at first it's just saying words, but after a while you start to really feel it. And then before you know it, you you start to believe it and you say, you know what? Yeah, (laughs) I can do this. I can get that raise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am worthy. Okay. And then you have to implement, you have to plan and then implement the plan. But definitely surrounding yourself by people around people who are like-minded, aren't toxic. Um, and surrounding yourself, well, in my case, because it was it was finance, I just kind of dove headfirst into that world. Mm-hmm. So I was just obsessed with it. And so the more I, you know, ventured into that, into that world it was a little bit easier for me because I was just like immersed into that world. Cause I see a lot of success stories. That's another thing too. Seeing a lot of success stories will let you realize that, you know, you can do it too. Seeing other people do it. Cause I, I didn't have that growing up. I didn't see that in my community. So seeing it, you know, even though it was just online, but I saw people mm-hmm. that were in similar boats and they came out on top and I thought, well, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it too. What's the difference between me and them? Right. Absolutely. I like that. Um, some of the things. So, um, you basically created a way to reprogram your mindset. And I say this all the time on a lot of my, uh, talks is you have to see it, feel it, 
and taste it without having any physical evidence in order to manifest what you want. And you just created a system that reprogram your mindset. And let's go over some of those things one more time so that our audience can hear what you did to reprogram your mindset. Yeah. So the first was affirmations. So daily affirmations. I still even do that today because I'm a firm believer. The reason why affirmations work so well is because you have to, when you say something out loud, it kind of makes it real. Even though it's not a tangible thing that you can touch, it makes it real and it starts your mind to, to it puts your mind to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it puts your mind to work and your mind, your mind says, okay, there's a, there's something here. There's something I can work towards. And so that's, that's why every, everything that I've ever said out loud, I kid you not, every single thing, it has come to fruition because I said it out loud. Oh. Writing can also help if, you know, if you're not into affirmations, you can also write it down. Journaling, you know, that's another way. Um, but you have to make it real by saying it out loud um, or writing it down. And then second, surrounding yourself by like-minded people who aren't toxic. I had a friend who, you know, she's a good person, but wasn't the best um, in terms of mindset to be around, very negative. And so I had to cut her out of my life because I needed a a better environment Mm -hmm. and she could not provide that for me. And so I decided to surround myself by people who could do that. Um, and then, yeah, immersing yourself into that, into that world, again, if it's finance, like myself, you know, reading a lot of articles and books and stories of people who are successful, because if you see that success story, it's going to do something to you and help you understand that you can also achieve that same success. Right. That's awesome. I love that. Wow, that's good. So that was one of the beginnings, uh, beginning of you starting the, no- the snowball effect. You had to first reprogram your mind and then educate yourself as much as you can about the money, about how to, to remove the debt. And so you right. created a system that allowed you to pay off over $40,000 in debt. Yes. In three years. Absolutely. That is amazing. I love it. And I've also increased my income by 25,000 in less than two years as well. Yes. With the same, with the same method. That's because I meant to, I meant to finish and I forgot. <laughs> but the basic, the basic method, because I, I started off with BAS, but so the I stands for increased income. Okay. So it's good to have your budget and to know what to allocate towards the debt payoff and the savings, but you want to keep increasing your income so that you can allocate more money towards your goals. Because I see in in my uh, experience that first year, because I made such low money, I was able to start the snowball and I was moving a little bit, but it would have taken me a much longer time to get to this 40K payoff. Had I not increased my income. So when you increase your income, the key is to keep living off of what your previous income was. 
Absolutely. So let's say, you know, I was making uh, 35000 And then now I got a raise and I'm making 50000 mm-hmm. So that fifteen k should go towards my goals. So I should still be living off of the 35 k But now I can use the 15 k towards my, you know, saving, towards investments, towards the debt payoff. And so that's, that's what I've done. That's why I've been able to use the snowball to great effect because I don't increase my living expenses. I'm still living off of, honestly, my budget has not changed in three and a half years. I've been using the same, the same budget for three and a half years, my living expenses, again, outside of paying off debt and saving my actual day-to-day monthly living expenses have not changed. So I'm still living off that. So that's, that's the key there for I. And then the last step C is for commitment because you have to commit to the process. You have to commit to uh, the, the method of paying off debt because you can do snowball or you can do avalanche. Avalanche is very similar to, snowball except that instead of arranging your debt from the smallest to the largest amounts you're going to arrange it from the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate and so that helps a lot of people because most people tend to have you know high interest credit card debt and so they want to get rid of that first and then they can move on to lower interest like your student loans so that's also a helpful thing but i chose to do um, snowball instead of avalanche. But yeah, you have to commit. You have to commit to your budget. You can't just veer off the path and say, oh, I, you know, I did the budget for two years. I'm good now. Nope. You have to commit, commit until you pay off that debt. And I would even suggest to keep doing it so that not only are you paying off your debt, but you're increasing your savings, increasing your investments so that, you know, you can have a lot more, uh, wiggle room and uh, a lot more, um, Increase increase your worth basically. So you have a high high value of worth because you now put so much money towards your savings and investments. Because we don't want to just pay off debt. We want to have a positive net worth and we want to grow wealth. Awesome. Jessica, you are such an extraordinary leader. I am so, so happy that you have created something that so many thousands and thousands of people can use. And I want to, how can people connect with you? If they wanted to connect with Jessica Cole, what's the best form of communication to reach you? Well, the best is my Instagram. So I'm on there at, at WorthMinded, the same name of my course, WorthMinded. And I'm also, um, I'm on Facebook. You can find my Facebook page, WorthMinded. I don't have a website because I'm keeping things low tech Mm -hmm. because the first things that people will get caught up in with a new business is having all those shiny objects, you know, getting the website, getting business cards and pens with their logo on it and all those things. And I just want to keep it to the course. I just want to keep it low tech so that I can just focus on the actual course and my students because I want to make sure that I can give them as much of me as possible Okay, without having to worry about all this other stuff because I want to be able to personally guarantee their success because I'm invested. So that's my focus right now. But 
people can book a call with me, a consultation call for my course, and they can go to worthminded.as.me. So that's worthminded.as.me. Worthminded. Repeat it again. Worthminded.as.me. So that's worthminded.asas.me, me. Okay. Well, Jessica, I have a couple more questions. What define um, a true leader? What defines a true leader? Yes. Oh, that's a good question. Someone who doesn't duck when stuff hits the fan. <laughs> I would say that because... People um, will will kind of run run scared if something doesn't go according to plan. But a leader will figure it out, figure out and um, reevaluate. Will reevaluate and reassess and say, okay, this particular thing didn't work. I have to find another way. But I'm gonna whatever way that is, I'm gonna figure it out. And that's what I've been able to do. For sure. All the people that I know that are successful, they look at failure as an opportunity, mm-hmm. not as the end result. Absolutely. I like it. Honestly, my, my first venture into business was a couple of years ago and it didn't work out, but it was because I realized that particular business model was not for me. Right. So this model that I have now, this is perfect for me and I love being able to teach. That's great. You're doing something you're passionate about. Right. Awesome. So what word of advice would you give our audience? One thing. If I could say one thing, I guess I would say start now. Because we all, you know, happen to think that we can just start tomorrow, start tomorrow. Before you know, tomorrow is here, but you still haven't done anything. It's a whole world of tomorrows. And nobody has, you know, taken any steps towards their goals. But if you start today, be active and be proactive and start today, you'll be so grateful a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And you'll you'll have that success story because you started today. Because if you, if you, if you just allow yourself to be lax in, in your goals, then you'll never reach them. So you have to have to start today. And I would, if I could even tack onto that, say, you know, make a plan because we could say all the things that we want. I, you know, I want a Ferrari, but if I don't make a plan to get the Ferrari, then I won't get the Ferrari. If I say, you know what, if I start a business and make, you know, I don't know, 500,000 with my business, I can get the Ferrari. And if I can make the 500,000 by doing X, Y, Z, so you have to plan. So I would say start today and make a plan. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Jessica Cole, you are an extraordinary leader. I thank you, thank you for coming on. Jessica is an, a perfect example of a leader, somebody who reprogrammed her mindset to pay off over $40,000 worth of debt and increased her income by an additional $25,000. So guys, if you want to learn how to do that, you want to learn how to clear up your debt, 
you need to reach out to Jessica Cole. Jessica, please do. Tell our audience one more time how to reach you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at WorthMinded. That's the name of my course, WorthMinded. So at WorthMinded on Instagram. I also have a Facebook page, the same name, at WorthMinded. And if you want to book a free consultation call with me to discuss what I can do for you in my course, you can click on the website worthminded.as.me. Again, that's worthminded.as.me. So it's worthminded.as.me. All right. Well, Jessica, I want to thank you. You have been an extraordinary guest, a leader. You keep up the good work. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you, Jessica. Have a, a, a fantastic day. You too. And guys, thank you guys for listening to The Test Zone. Stay tuned for what's next. This is The Test Zone. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. The Test Zone is a production of Test Tims International. Hosted by visionary author and entrepreneur, Test Tims. Our producer is Karan Lenoir. Associate editor, Cameron Lenoir. With music by Philip Michael Thomas Jr. Learn more at thetestzone.com.